how are you delighting your sponsors? Do you think your small business can attract valuable sponsorships? I don't know, but guess Justin Pearson does. Founder and CEO of Proper Patriot is a master of creating value-based propositions and putting on events that provide an unrivaled sponsorship experience, even against bigger competitors. Learn how to wow your potential sponsors and supporters during today's conversation on the 15-ish minute coffee chat. Yes. Yay. Hi, Anna. I missed you this weekend. I know. I was out camping this weekend, but it wasn't just like camping. It was like a leadership conference. Yeah. The campground, which is awesome, right? I mean, yeah, I'm working I, on improving my leadership skills, working on improving my communication and listening skills mm-hmm. with the tarantulas that live in Texas, yeah. which I'm, I am slowly coming to terms with tarantulas being part of my life <laughs> now that I live I, in Texas and since I love to camp. So I'm going to tell you, Anna sent me that picture and I was like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> No, in every way that you could say, I am a Hawaii girl. We don't have snakes there. It's all in a zoo. You know what I mean? And the spiders we do have are definitely not tarantulas. Those are in the zoo. So anyway. (laughs) We're excited to have a conversation today about sponsorship and small business. Because a lot of times I think small businesses don't think that they have the power to attract sponsors to support events or activities that they're doing maybe within their community even. Yeah. And so we just, we have a call to action for anyone that's out there listening right now. Yeah. Do you think your small business can attract valuable sponsorships? So just drop it in the comments. If you're listening, just say, give us a yes or a no, or if you've Mm -hmm. tried it before and had no luck, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah. We'll we'll remind you as we go throughout this conversation, but that's one thing I want to know. Yeah. Your business has the power to do it. Yeah. No, I just did a, like a small little reel this morning on Instagram. And I was like, I think the conversation Justin is going to share with us today can apply to people that have podcasts that do live streams that are nonprofits. I don't think there's a like limit really to how you can apply some of the things he's going to share. I'm really excited, really excited. So let me read this bio yes, for us. You got this, Anna. <laughs> so Justin is the founder and CEO of Proper Patriot LLC, a veteran-owned patriotic apparel and coffee company that provides American-made apparel, veteran-roasted coffee, and annual day Veterans Day fishing retreats, and the following services. Print-on-demand, coffee-on-demand, brand-on-demand, and end-to-end full-service fulfillment for companies, organizations, military units, and entrepreneurs with any apparel printing, coffee distribution, or build-your-brand needs. So Justin served in the U.S. Army for 20 years, earning a Bronze Star, the Sergeant Audi Audi Murphy Medallion, and many other prestigious awards for his exemplary service. His combat tour was in support of Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan. So let's bring Justin up and say hello. Good morning. Good morning, Justin. Hey, how's everyone doing? Selena, Anna, great to see you. Thank you so much for having me on today. 
I'm I'm excited for today's uh, conversation, and I think I think you're gonna. I just feel like we should just jump into it. Go get our coffee. Super nervous. Selfie? <laughs> Are you? I don't know. I'm nervous. Do you want to know what I did for you today? I wore a polo for you, Justin. I don't know. I was just trying to like put my best shirt forward. You know, I got my little brand on there. <laughs> so, I'm sweaty. Yes, I'm nervous. I love it, and the backdrop is perfect, you guys. Yeah, are awesome. <laughs> don't forget to be awesome. I know, right? It's like my favorite thing. Okay, let's go take our, um, I, I got Niagara Falls today because we're going to have a plethora runneth over of stuff today. So on three, we're going to hold up our little mugs. On three, one, two, three. Awesome. Oh, life is good, I right, know. Justin? I love your coffee cup mug. Life yeah. is good. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get him in the... Hot seat. All right, let's get going. Let's start this, Anna. Okay, uh -oh. so yeah, Justin, we have a couple of questions for you today. Like we were talking about earlier, you know, sometimes it is really difficult for small businesses to know what to do or how to create um, sponsorship packages. And so our first question for you is, how do you create a valuable sponsorship proposal as a small business owner? That's a great question. Thank you so much, Anna, uh, for bringing this up. And, you know, earlier in this discussion, you shared this isn't just for sponsorships. This is events. This is podcasts. This is live streams. This is things happening in the community. Uh, right. So take a minute to just level set. Hey, this isn't anything special. We're going to talk about a lot of basics here today that each and every one of you know. They're probably in your kit bag. We're just going to talk about how are we going to use them and execute them pro properly. You know, I would say within any event, you know, before we get started, backwards planning is a must. You know, what I find is a lot of other uh, business owners that I'll interact with, they kind of, you know, hey, we'll do this 45 days, you know, before the actual event. And I would say, you know, try to start as early as possible, 120 to um, 100 to 120 days before the event. So you can sit down, right, and map out your planning session for the event or for multiple events um, that you're ha uh, that you're having, you know, over the period of the next year. First and foremost, you want to craft your why. Why is it important for either individuals to come be a part of your event i.e your audience or sponsors why is it important for that sponsor in their world right so stop take yourself out of you know what you think is important and think about it from their perspective how is this going to be extremely important and impactful for those that are going to sponsor so focus on that why then jump into the how right i think there's a variety of different layers um, when we start thinking about the how, okay, and how your audience will be impacted based on this event, as well as um, how the uh, um, the sponsor could be impacted. You know, how is it um, team building, right? Um, in your in their sponsorship to be a part of their event, it might just it might not be specifically a solution that, you know, they want to buy or a resource that they need, but they may be using the event um, as a team building for their organization. It may be reception and integration if they were a nonprofit, right, for a new employee that's coming on and they're providing them, you know, familiarization training with an audience or with the service that you're providing. They could also be looking at it from the perspective of 
if we're a sponsor of your event or a sponsor of your podcast, could I potentially attract talent? Mm. Bet you probably never had thought, wow, you know, there's organizations out there that will jump onto a podcast where, you know, they're hoping that they can attract, you know, maybe someone with, um, you know, a specialized background in information technology, or it may be something as simple as providing a a solution, right, to the audience or to, um, you know, to that sponsor. Uh, last but not least, I think uh, when you're developing these packages, okay, so when you're developing the packages, it's important to be able to showcase what is it that the sponsor is actually going to receive. We shared the why, we shared the how, we probably shared many impact statements and success stories right that are going to make up this sponsorship package but the what is the kind of the pre and the post plan right i would develop several tiers of different types of sponsorship packages so you can give them the choice at the lowest possible possible entry level up to you know potentially a you know, a, um, a title sponsor of this particular event. And because they're a title sponsor, you know, if it was this podcast, right, you're going to talk about their organization for every coffee chat, you know, over the period of the next uh, 12 months. That could be one example. But I would identify what are the specific elements to um, that sponsorship package for them. Mm. What are your thoughts, Selena or Anna? So, okay, so uh, yeah. I, while you were speaking, I was writing down the tips in a, this ticker down below because I was like, this is so good how he's laying it out, right? So I love that the very first thing you said, your very number one tip was talking about just like, um, it was starting early, right? Because so often we do, it's like a last minute, like, oh, I wonder if I could get right? And this should be part of your marketing plan, I think, from the start. Like, I want a sponsor. Let's figure out how that needs. How much time would I need to, who would I reach out to? How can I network? Uh, LinkedIn is a great place, I think, to start that process for networking, you know? And then the, the second one is, what is your why, right? That's what you said. What is your why? And I was like, oh, that's good. Because for every event, there should be a reason behind it, right? What's the whole purpose of it? What's the why are you doing it? If you're just doing it just to do it and it's not a good part of your business plan, it is probably a waste of time. And your sponsor, no sponsor is going to grab onto something that you can't formulate a why behind. Yeah. Uh, okay. I wanted to jump in. My favorite, and I like Anna, I was like ferociously writing down <laughs> this one. No, but I, I didn't think about the awareness in the how where, you know, for, for, for most, uh, sponsorships it's been oh it's team you know it's awareness or it's um just an attracting but when you said like attracting talent team building i was like oh that's like another you know another thing i hadn't really thought of in that way and i thought like oh that's brilliant right like i yeah. have a bunch of clients right now that we're talking about trying to attack attract uh, talent for them and this is a way to do it by including that in the sponsorship, oh, it's that that was that was my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it was it was less of, it was the impact. He said it's the impact that that it will have on the sponsor, and very that's not something I ever really thought about in terms of sponsorships before. Like, 
Yeah, what you what they'll get. They'll get recognition. They'll get yeah. their brand placement. They'll mm -hmm. get, you know, a tax uh, write-off. On a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they'll get their tax write-off. Yeah. We'll put their logo on our on our webpage, you know, whatever the those things are. But being able to identify the impact is really the reason behind I feel like yeah. why a sponsor would say yeah. they and they, and they need the reason. They, yeah. they need to hear the reason. They already know it's important. Like, for example, hey, on Veterans Day, we're going to have 250 veterans out in Star Tannery, Virginia. It's going to be an amazing two days of fishing, of campfire networking, right, yeah. and, and enjoying the great outdoors. However, right. right, a sponsor also needs to know, okay, we're going to be a part of this, right? What internally, you know, do we need um, to be able to identify that's going to make us feel more comfortable with being a sponsor of that particular event, right? Yeah. Every organization is trying to build a culture within that mm -hmm. organization, right? And they have to prove themselves, leaders to prove themselves to their employees, right? And take action by saying, this is the culture that we're providing, right? And if we are serving veterans, what what a better way to be able to take you know to take your employees out of the office for a day have them on the ground you know at a campfire talking to veterans understanding their background maybe assessing them and building relationships so it could bring on that new military you know mm -hmm. recruitment individual or um or or whatnot right so it's, it's just something to think about as they're trying to build this this brand awareness this new culture right in today's day and age and and prove to their employees hey we we're all about it you know we're yeah. going to do things that are going to be full you know within within this military space um, and so I share that with you because, you know, we're going to have organizations out there that are looking to do these these similar things, as yeah. well as I have to think about, OK, prior to the event and after the event, how am I going to continue to elevate these organizations? And it could be something as little as, you know, a virtual quarterly mentorship panel. Yeah. Right. I mean, but it takes an hour of your time. Right. But you're trying to be able to provide valuable and meaningful dialogue with your sponsors and with your audience to be able to elevate them and educate them, elevate and educate. Right. Yeah. So that's one aspect of of just thinking about it before you dive in yeah. to the actual like, OK, how are we doing this? What does yeah. this look like when we're going to create a content distribution plan or we're going to shape this roadmap, right? This journey over the period mm -hmm. of the next 120 days. How do I want to deliver this information? Well, let's yeah. let's take a step back for a second. How could I deliver it? Should I deliver it, you know, in an attraction type of state? Because when you're thinking about, um, you know, different content categories of how you deliver your message, there's four different A's, right? Within your content delivery, there's attraction, right? Within attraction, you are providing general awareness, right? It's information that's meant to be shared. It's very valuable. It's very meaningful. It catches their attention. And then you have this, the next layer is that authority layer, right? And within the authority layer, that helps you position your brand. It gives you credibility, right? And it allows you to showcase your expertise within your niche, you know, whether it's I do live streams or I do community events. 
um, you want to be able to show yourself as creditable and valuable. So an organization's like, wow, I, I really like that. Right. There are different types of ways that you're delivering these messages. It's, you know, from a different viewpoint under that you have affinity, right? This affinity layer where, you know, now you're sharing relatable content because you've built, you know, this voice that is uh, trustable, that's believable, that your audience values, they know who you are, right? And so it just, it draws them down deeper into the funnel, which, you know, at the bottom, you have that action phase, right? So there's four A's, attraction, authority, affinity, and action. And in the action phase, that's the only place that you should really tie a business goal, you know, to that. You're trying to lead an individual, whether it's the consumer or the sponsor, to something, right, that is going to be valuable for them, i.e. your proposal landing page, right? And you'll see that in the link um, that I believe Anna will drop, you know, um, on our proper Patriot website, right? So I use Proposal.io um, to be able to um, shape the right type of message and show videos and show pictures um, to, to be able to you, you, to be able to properly attract and, and tie it to an action, tie the sponsorship to an action. So also in that action phase, it could be through email signups, right? It could be you're leading them to a survey or maybe they're downloading your sponsorship guide and then there's an email, right, for them to reach back and, and email you. So knowing and understanding within those 120 days, Okay, how am I going to sprinkle in the different types of content categories and how I'm going to share this voice within these categories will help you uh, properly position what types of content you actually deliver, right? Blogs, social media posts, email marketing campaigns, the copywriting that goes on your website, on your proposal page, in your emails, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it could be podcasts, live streams that you're delivering this information just like we are today, right? Um, infographics, eBooks, and, you know, different types of lead magnets that will help draw people into the brand awareness into the, Hey, this is the event and this is when it's happening. Let's, let's become a sponsor today. Um, so I'll stop there. I know that was a lot. Yeah, no. Your, your, your yeah. I, you know, I want to mention this, right? Because you did say funnel. And so I think, right, is I, I want to mention everyone we pitch and propose is not going to say yes, right? So don't, but don't give up, right? Keep kind of doing what Justin is suggesting because we all know, like, you know, right, even when we're selling something, right, we advertise to a block. Here, look, I'm going to go back. I worked in the restaurant industry and we were taught in sales. Always ask if they want cheese on the burger a hundred times and maybe one will say <laughs> yes, but it's the yes that said yes to the cheese, right? Like, what if that one yeah, yes was yeah. the title sponsor, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, cheese, extra cheese. Extra <laughs> cheese. So I, I guess I, I, because I, I think everything is what you're saying is like, oh, it's so spot on, right? But yeah. remember that it's, it is a funneling process because that's what Justin said, right? Mm -hmm. it, it is a funneling process. So just know um, that sometimes it's, it's not going to be a hundred percent yeses, but it's that one cheese that that's all you need. That's all you need. So I will I will add to that though. The other yeah. thing I hear Justin saying really has to do with 
making sure that you know the audience that is your sponsor, right? So you listed off what, like 20 different ways that you could provide a service to a sponsor. So, you know, if you're talking to someone and you're, you're like, I love infographics, but they're like, infographics, what is that going to do for me? Right. You really have to think in the mind of your sponsor, like what is it that will benefit their business? What is it that they're going to latch onto and say, ooh, that could bring me that new recruit, yep. that brand awareness I want. Get me into that community circle I've been trying to. I mean, when you were talking about sitting around the fire, getting to know veterans, I was like, I want to sign up. I want to go. Come <laughs> right? on over. <laughs> right? Because that speaks to me. That's my kind of thing. I mean, I just spent four days in the wilderness with tarantulas camping around fires. So for me, mm. that, that is a, that's a really fun, that's an activity that sounds fun and enjoyable and something that I want to be in that space for. And I think that's a huge part of it is knowing, knowing what your sponsor is going to see and be able to feel that, ooh, that attracts me. That makes me want to be there. My employees would, they would see that as something that would benefit our company culture in that way. Yeah. It's a morale booster in a sense, right? By providing the sponsor um, an event for their employees to attend that they might not have been able to get to like work closely and not just attend, right? Nobody, but now you're there and you get to be part of this event and the, the reason why it's fantastic, right? You get to play a part in it. And I, there's so many wonderful things. Yeah. Honestly, that one was like seriously the best thing. I never thought about it in that way of, you know, the volunteers using that as a team building and as a, gosh, that's, I'm going to keep saying it. It's like, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah. In, so in fr go ahead. And from the, the yeah. Yeah, from the perspective, you know, we talked about a variety of different ways that we, we can share this message, right? Um, and sometimes you'll find that, you know, if you're sending a LinkedIn message or an email and you're just not getting tra uh, traction, right? Change it up, right? Being able to showcase a, a video, right, on your LinkedIn or a video uh, when you send through the DM option of LinkedIn and you send them, you know, a nice personalized 60 second, 90 second video, just, you know, being able to provide general awareness, right, valuable, meaningful and impactful information that is going to get them thinking. You don't have to say, hey, are you ready to be a sponsor, right, but giving them these knowledge nuggets and sharing with them very simply, hey, look, this is the opportunity for you to make an, an impact not only across your team, right? Because how hard is it in today's day and age to actually do something outside of the office that everyone is is having fun, it's relatable, and it's something that they're going to remember. And they're like, wow, that was just so awesome. Every one of yeah. you that are listening right now, you know, yes. are thinking, how do we do this? Right. And that's, yeah. that's, that's what you want to create. And you're going to create that end result based on, you know, putting together and mapping out, um, your content plan and doing yeah. so at that, you know, 100, 120 days before the actual actual event. And then there's some books that if we have time, you know, I, I would love to share. So yeah. back to you. Yeah. So, okay. So I, our second question for you today was really about that experience, right? But yeah. I feel like we've kind of covered mm -hmm. that. So can I just wing it and throw something nope. at you that... <laughs> <laughs> let, let me touch a little bit on the experience piece yeah. that, that we okay. may yeah. forget. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask you this. I would love to see this in the chat. How are you delighting your sponsors? 
Ooh. Give me some ideas. I would love to hear that. How, How are, are you delighting? Gosh. How did you put a smile before the yeah. event? Yeah. Before it even happened, what did you do? I would love to hear it. Drop it in the comments below. Ooh, and yeah. then what are you doing after, after the event? Right. Yeah. There are so many really, really cool ways to make yourself memorable. It could be something as simple as an electronic e-card right mm -hmm. before the event to be able to share like how excited you are that they're a part of the event and they're going to be there. That could be yeah. an example. Maybe it's a handwritten note that you took the time and you, you did it in cursive, you know, you mailed <laughs> yes. it, put the stamp on it. Right. And you mailed it and we went yeah. old school on it. Right. And yeah. they're like, wow, this is awesome. Right. So, and then maybe it's, maybe it's cookies, maybe it's cupcakes, maybe it's uh, your own company branded, nice little cake that you sent to them, thanking them, giving them that sweet uh, feeling of the event, of the experience. And they're going to tie that, you know, that, yeah. ex that experience or, Hey, maybe it was, you gave them some cool company swag, you know, or you uh, had uh, um, you know, a, a lunch delivered to them there in their office. Yeah. Um, and it had a nice little personal uh, voice greeting in that of thanks. I am just love a few that ideas. So much. Um, Anna and I just recently did a T-Rex video that I'm sure will delight sponsors next year for this organization that will say, look at the dedication of the members in this. I mean, it was a nicely done video, but it's, I, I, when you, I, when you were talking, I was like, yeah. What? Okay. I get, yeah. I love all of the ideas you just said, door dashing, cookies, you know, all the things. Yeah. And, and just, just to clarify, the idea here is that you're telling this, this is your way of telling the sponsors, thank you for supporting. Mm -hmm. Like, because yes. the experience, the experience is really the event itself. Right. But now this is their experience in being part of your event. It's before and after. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pre it's during and it's post you have, you have from the, the day that you start interacting with them, you're providing an unrivaled experience, right? Mm -hmm. Which is going to help in, in that sponsorship retention for the following year, right? Mm -hmm. It's much easier to retain those sponsors than find new sponsors, right? Yeah. Um, so make sure that you're delighting them, not, you know, pre, pre, during and post. Um, and then you know, as well through the year. I mean, that just takes us back to like our website uh, show that we had about user experience, right? You have to think about their journey from beginning yeah. to end, and then hopefully you're cycling them back, right? So that they're going to come back to another pre during post. So I love that because you're, you're right though. There have been some yeah. organizations that I think they drop as soon as the event is done and there's no post. So there's no yeah. nurturing and no, continual continually delighting the sponsor so they come back so it's and it sounds like it, this is something that you should be thinking about year round like it shouldn't just start that 120 days before if you've got a sponsor from last year letting him know hey we planned the date we're so excited can't wait to get you on board again hey yeah. we've got this cool swag coming i'm sending you a keychain you know whatever sending you keychains so you can see what we've got you know branded for this year, like really thinking through that process of continuing to nurture yeah. that relationship you've developed. And, and yeah, that's know, part of that yeah. content marketing plan mm -hmm. 
you know, when you're, you, you, you hit the nail on the head, you have to sit down and you have to shape that welcoming and nurturing campaign, welcoming for your new mm-hmm. right sponsors and your nurturing for those that are yeah. continuing to support you and support your audience. You know, so what is, what does that look like? I mean, for those of you that may not, um, you know, understand email marketing, there are so many platforms out there, MailChimp, Clavio, right. That you can jump into those specific platforms and you can lay out, Hey, here are six, 12, 18 different posts that I'm going to create and develop. They're going to be automatically sent out to, you know, uh, potential sponsors or to my new sponsors. You would have two different journeys, right, for each yeah. um, or one for each, right? Um, but, you know, every three weeks, every four weeks, they're getting a little nugget, you know, in their email, right? And th- they know, hey, it's coming up. Hey, we're four or five months out. You know, that's the goal. You know, if you're if you're four to six months out and people are saying, hey, when do I get this sponsor? You know, where's this stuff? Let's yeah. do this. You know, hey, you're doing it right. And I and I yeah. love that feeling where your your sponsors are nudging you. Hey, let's go pick it up. We're ready. Yeah. We want to be a part of this. Can we be <laughs> your title sponsor this year? And you're like, yeah. slow down, bud. Yeah. I, I almost want to say too, right? Like the energy I love, like when you talk about, it, you can tell you're passionate about it. And that's the person that needs to be in the seat, like when delivering to the sponsor, right? Like, so make sure you put the, yeah. your aces in places. So when you're that's like, when you're one. going aces after, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's from my restaurant industry manager <laughs> training. Um, but you know what I mean? Because if you put the wrong people in the place, maybe you don't get sponsored. So look at your team. And look at who is going to be the Justin in it that can deliver to start the process, right? Of the nurturing, of the whatchamacall. So um, I think that's important. I mean, you can be like this, but if I deliver, like, I delight you. Yeah, I delight you. Yeah. (laughs) And then, (laughs) you know what I mean? You're like, no, no, you don't don't. delight me. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you don't delight me right now. Yeah. No Napoleon Dynamite, um, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So we did have uh, one comment from Virginia that talks about how she delights her sponsor. She brings donuts, which I love, right? Brings donuts to show their support, not asking for anything, and then comes back later with a thank you note for support and an invitation to the event. Um, So I love that approach, right? It's that nurturing process that you were talking about, Justin, where, you know, it, you know, if, if you're not ready to ask up front, if they need to get to know you better, like you really have to be aware and be judging, like, where are you? I mean, I don't know about anyone else, but I hate cold calls and I don't respond well to cold calls. Like if I don't know the person, they call me up asking for something. I'm like, I don't know you. I don't have time for this. I'm a busy woman. I got things going on. Right. And that I'm less inclined to then offer my support and whatever it is that they need. And so we just have to remember that with sponsorships, it's the exact same thing. You have to nurture that relationship. So, okay. So my, it does take a little time. You know, I would say you all have great brands, right? That you can do these zoom conferences. You can create recorded videos, right? To be able to elevate these individuals that you want to be their sponsor. It needs, it needs to make sense right? For your organization to have them as a sponsor, you're supporting the same mission, you know, you have the same vision, you know, you're working towards the same cause, right? And 
if that's there and those three um, elements are, you know, integrated properly, it, it should be no, it should be no problem to be able to say, Hey, we'd love to highlight you in, in your, uh, your work or what your company's doing on X, Y, and Z. Could we do a live stream? Could we do a video? Could I do a post about you? You know, taking that approach with, a potential prospect, right? A potential sponsor, they're going to be more open to the uh, dialogue phase with you. Um, and that ultimately is going to lead to, yeah, did you know I had a, a event? Or they're just going to see your posts and then they're going to say, hey, man, how come you didn't tell me about that event? Like, I want mm -hmm. to hear all about that. I mean, you're holding out on me. You know, let's go, you know, type of thing. So, yeah, oh, I love that. I got, I love that when that happens, right? When you've done it right and they're coming to you to say, I don't know what you have going on, but how can I, how can I do something with you or for you or, you know? Yes. So, okay. So you've led perfectly into the very last questions. I know we're at 30 minutes. I know, but I just have this to is ask, good stuff. what is your number one tip about asking for that sale, that sponsorship to get the yes? I mean, we've talked about some different things about nurturing and whatnot, but when you're there and you're ready to do the ask, what would you say to our small business owners? I mean, this is going to happen, you know, as I work through, we'll call it the sales funnel, it's just working for the, through the next call to be able to provide more and more information. You know, I would take the approach of, you know, at what investment level would you like, you know, to be a part of this event at? What makes sense for you? You know, if it's you just being there, then great. Let's take that option. However, you know, there are four or five other options where, you know, I would love to see our relationship grow. And I hope that I can prove to you over the period of the next, you know, few months that I'll be able to elevate your brand and bring proper creditability to your organization. Um, so I, I know that was the long-winded answer. There's really no specific, hey, this no. is you know, I'm exactly I'm recording. how you do it. Yes. One plus one is two. Yes. I'm recording it and I'm going to like attach <laughs> that to future proposals. I'm like, first of all, here is a word from our inspiration. Thank you. And when we're done, we'll go on to me and Anna. No. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, so can I just steal basically exactly what he just said to save for our next like sponsorship ask, Selena? <laughs> like, no, like the, sure. the whole idea of like, if you want to just come and experience, that's fantastic. Yeah. But we have these other levels, right? I love that you're inviting them regardless of whether or not they commit to your event. Yeah. That yes. they're welcome and that they're part of that community, regardless of whether, you know, because it, it can get frustrating to have a lot yes. of people saying no, no, yeah. no. Yes. But it's that, you know, it's that taking, I, you know, I guess it would be called taking the higher road or, you know, just not letting that frustration level get to you mm -hmm. and still being gracious and generous. Because even if you don't get a sponsorship that year, what does that bring you the next yes. year? Right. And, and looking at that long term plan instead of just the immediate mm -hmm. here and now. Yeah. No, I, I, sponsors, I wanna, are, sponsors yeah. are, sponsors are looking at like the wins of organizations mm -hmm. like that are sponsors. Right. So if I were you, I would have like, Hey, three different types of tiered, you know, yeah. um, um, tiers of, of sponsors. And some of those are going to be the free sponsors. Hey, I want the 15 minute coffee chat here in a booth. At, 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 at my event, or I want um, uh, team red, white, and blue here at my event, right? I, there's no cost to that, 
right? Or, hey, I want higher military here to bring this genuine, authentic military transition piece, whatever the case may be, right? And then on the other side, you may have, hey, I want these Fortune 500 companies, you know, let me, I want three or four or five. Hey, I want a in the middle tier, you know, I want a couple small businesses, you know. So as you're looking through the different types of sponsors, you know, as you're able to, to have conversations about your sponsorships with with your potential sponsors. Hey, I already have, you know, these three or four that are already sponsors, right? Um, now it's time for you to become a sponsor to join the group, right? So being being able to showcase, hey, you already have sponsors to someone that's going to make them you know, or it's going to make you more desirable and they're going to want to be a part of it more because they're going to see you showcasing X, Y, and Z organization. Justin, thank you so much. I know, right? Like this yeah. is such good information. I mean, we started this off talking about how small business owners, this is a nervous, this is a, something that a lot of people have a hard time doing, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and as a small business owner, you think in your head, I can't possibly compete with you know, this competing business that has 10 employees and, and I'm just a sole proprietor, right? I'm just, a, it's that imposter syndrome feeling that people get. And what you're saying is, it we doesn't all have matter. It. Yeah. you can give them the experience and the event. It doesn't matter how big of a company you are. Yeah. It's the experience, the exposure, it's making sure the impact that they need is there. And so I love that. Love yeah. it. No, they're part of it. I love, yes. yeah, I, there's so much I wanted to say. Like you brought me back to my days of like, uh, I was our director of sales and marketing, but just like, I would have to go and nurture, you know, it's very similar to asking for sponsorship, nurture, but they were big accounts. Like I would go to Delta Airlines, I would go to American Airlines and I'd be like, hi, I'm Selena. You know what I mean? Like, let's be friends. And um, it would be like, like you mentioned it, it was like a year and a half. And I thought they'd, you know, they'd wrote me off, but they emailed me. Hey, I know it's been a bit, but I've been waiting for you. And I'm like, oh, and then they become a, you know what I mean? They became a client, but that's just like a sponsorship, right? <laughs> and, and, and that happened a lot, but I had to continue to build the relationship. So I went in with no ultimate, I mean, you know, it was like, Hey, I, I just want to build it within my community. I want to add you to my Rolodex of people I know. And I, I love that you say that, right? Just keep mm -hmm. doing do the nurturing do the thing i'm, I'm so excited about this conversation yeah. i'm like oh. I know. i'm like yeah and ask, you know I, I would say ask your network to help right nine times out of ten you're probably not and you're like oh they're not going to want to share this you know not i mean they're not commenting yet you know how do i get them to start commenting you know we're having conversations on a daily basis you know about the mission that we serve and the vision that we have right so as you're looking at like who is your resource group right that is going to help you make your event or your company successful you know there's many layers in that right you have the people that are closest to you that are your friends are your family you have to ask them for help. You know, don't be bashful on asking for the help of sharing and spreading the great word of the mission that you're serving. You know, you don't have to hit them up and say, hey, I want you to be a sponsor. I need you to buy a shirt. However, asking them that and letting them know, I would love it if you were part of, you know, building this great thing, right? And as you continue to look out and you're thinking, hey, I'm bootstrapping, I don't have much money. How can I find, you know, people to help me, whether that's volunteer, an apprentice, uh, a fellow, right? Those are individuals that you can, that you can help position them. They're looking for work. 
ask for that. You know, do a LinkedIn post saying, hey, I have a volunteer position open. I would love to be able to help you shape your resume, put this position on it, and it may help you land that marketing job that you're looking for, right? Another layer is these influencers that we have, just like you, Anna, Selena, and the 15-minute co coffee chat, right? Invite them, right, to interact with your brand or be part of their brand so you can both elevate each other. Most likely, that's not going to cost money. So now you've garnered support, you're raising awareness, right? That stuff, you know, if you're looking at uh, different vendors and marketing companies and advertising companies, that costs a lot of money to be able to uh, facilitate those type of interactions. So keep, you know, looking at, you know, hey, how do I bootstrap? How do I say, how do I garner support, you know, from the network? and the resource groups that you have, the influencers that are literally a DM away, ask them. And then, you know, start looking at who are the small businesses, right, that I'm connected with? Are they veterans, military spouse businesses, or do they operate, you know, in the same world that I do? Would they be to give me, you know, because I need these services, would they give me a slight discount, you know, versus like me going and spending thousands of dollars? You know, they may discount you, you know, for a big package deal, hundreds or thousands of dollars. And then you're helping lift their organization too. And then that's after that, after you've exhausted those layers, then I would look at, okay, do I need to, you know, buy specific software, you know, buy this subscription, you know, get this yeah. program, you know, cause a lot of that cost, there are some free trial ver versions, you know, and then you can start assessing vendors after that. But for the most part, I think, you know, with, with the people, that you can bring into your organization, the volunteer work that you have, the influencers, right, and other small businesses, you can you can do a lot with very little um, and make a huge impact. And then as you're growing and your sponsors come on board, then you can grab and dial into those software programs and the subscriptions and the various vendors to make your brand blossom more. Justin, do you sell a program of how to be Justin? Like, is there a program there? Because I think it would sell, <laughs> honestly. I think, it, you know what I mean? Providing the process and systems, because sometimes people are like that, right? Like they just need a, a process to follow and they inject their personality in it, you know? And sometimes it's like not knowing where to start, but I, I really, you've given me a lot of places to like, I mean, I, yes, I've done sponsorship asks, but you've given me new ideas and really fresh yes. ones, to be honest, that I'm like, I'm like, hi, who wants, I want to be on a team right now. Like, let's go hunt for some sponsors and nurture. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's what I love too, Selena. These weren't this, these, these weren't stale sponsorship plans that we've been doing for the last 20 years. I mean, I've been marketing for over 20 years now, right? And it this was this was really good like what works today for today's company. You know that often you you brought in the authenticity, the nurturing relationships, the networking, things that are so important in today's corporate world, right? Um as far as like relationships go. And so I just Thank you, Justin. This has been such good information. Yeah. That's yeah. So, so good. Oh, did he freeze? Let's see. He'll, he'll come. Well, well, we're going to go like this and then yes. maybe he'll pop back in or maybe he hears us. It's okay. <laughs> this is what technology, I mean, we got 44 minutes of him. So if that's all we had, we got good stuff. You guys, we did. <laughs> so, 
well, how about this, Anna? I'm going to bring up our, I'm going to bring this up. Yes. And let's talk about toolkit. And if Justin is able to jump back in, he can join us for this conversation. But go ahead, Anna. Let's let's talk about this. Yeah. So our toolkit today is Canva. And um, one of the things that Justin uses and then both Selena and I use heavily when it comes to creating some of those graphically pleasing marketing sponsorship packages, yeah. you know, plus the things you might want to be offering your sponsors, um, you need a, a graphics program, yeah. you know? And so um, one of the most efficient and effective and cost effective for small businesses is Canva. And a pro account, I think, is just a little over a hundred bucks a year, which is, yeah. you know, very yeah. affordable for most small businesses. Yeah. And Canva has it's continuing to improve. I mean, oh, in the yeah. last few years that we've used it, it's now got a massive amount of more tools that will support really amazing graphic yeah. um, creations than it did, you know, even yeah. just a couple of years ago. So yeah. if you do not have a Canva account, they do offer a free account that you can try out yeah. and just see what it's like um, and see how you like it. It is super user-friendly. You yeah. do not have to be a graphics designer. And on top of it, you have thousands of templates that yeah. you can use that. So you don't even have to like have the creative, innovative brain juice in order to create really nice yeah. graphics. Yeah. Cause I think, yes, I'm, and I'm with you. It's, you know, it's first impressions sometimes. Right. And if this proposal is a first impression because you haven't had an opportunity to, you know, delight them or friend them prior to sending a proposal. I think it's important that you put your best foot forward, you know, get that mm -hmm. red lipstick on and be bold and, you know, go slay it. Have a decent proposal. Exactly. So, um, yeah. and then I want to mention that um, Justin had said to us that he uses proposals IO. Is that right, Anna? I Did I? Uh, mm, uh. I yeah, don't remember I, exactly what it was, but I think it was proposal something. Yeah. When we share his fishing retreat link, yeah, it'll they'll be able to look and see what, what he cool. uses for his sponsorships. Yeah. Okay. So uh, moving on. And Anna, I think she's putting our blog uh, into the comments. Um, I think you put it in our private chat, Miss Anna. Yes, uh, I did. So I'm going to go ahead and drop the blog where you can find all the information um, about Justin's fishing retreat that he has coming up. Again, this is happening in Virginia. It is a Veterans Day fishing retreat. Um, I saw all of the pictures from last year and the video. It's a gorgeous property. It's an amazing event. Uh, if you are military affiliated, veteran affiliated, uh, it's a wonderful event to sponsor or to attend. Yeah. So go check it out. Um, I did just drop it into our all the different chats. So please feel free to click on that link. It's going to take you to our blog. And then also on that blog, I'm going to update it because Justin did send us right before the show started. He handed us a just like a Google Doc about how to attract sponsors. It's got some really good information in it that we're just going to put uh, verbatim. I Perfect. think and add it to our blog so you kind of have the Justin's thoughts. Yeah, right? like I love everything that. you just talked about kind of rolled up in just a little, you know, some bullet points for you, which yeah. I think will be super useful. Oh, I think that's fantastic. So like Anna said, go drop right there. She put the link. You'll see I it on did. YouTube, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, all the things. All the places. Um, and just, I think this is really great information. So, and attend or just support 
support his event by just liking the event, sharing the event. Remember he mentioned that earlier and maybe sharing the event just helps this event get more light shined did it on it. I, don't, <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee this morning. Exactly. Uh, all right. Anna, so I, we're sad that Justin, I know he said his internet was maybe possibly spotty, but this is how you can continue to connect with Justin is his website, properpatriot.com. And you can find his company on LinkedIn or just look up Justin Pearson because I think he's fabulous. Like, I think the yeah. information he gave today was so freaking fantastic. Can I say that word, Anna? Am I you right? absolutely can. Okay. In fact, I'm just... The reason Justin's on our show is because he is a master networker and mm -hmm. I connected with Justin in some roundabout way. And, uh, you know, he's he is so good at networking and he is very welcoming, you mm -hmm. know, for new networks, new connections yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. So I highly recommend reaching out to Justin. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's not going to turn you away. Let me just no. put it that way. <laughs> he's going to bring you in and say, let's have a cookie. Yeah, you know, or coffee. I don't know. So, um, all right. Okay, Anna, what's our tip jar of the day? Our tip jar today comes from Caitlin Eldridge of Eldridge CPA LLC. She says, take time to calculate your profit margin per client. Then look to raise rates or your, let your clients go to reach your profit margin goals. This is so smart, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those hard things. You think you have to have every client, but guess what? If a mm -hmm. client is costing you more than you're making from them, yeah. it's time to raise your rates or it's time to let them go and find somebody that can help support them on their budget line yeah. because you might not be that person any longer. Yeah. So good tip for small business owners who, yes. you know, want, want to, want a to be more. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Caitlin. All right, Anna. I'll okay. let you into this is your special part. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so next week's guest, we have Suleika Gonzalez, which I'm very excited about. So I connected with Suleika on LinkedIn, and she is a prolific poster um, and just a wonderful human being all the way around. She is a virtual assistant. She's going to be talking about what a virtual assistant can really offer a small business owner. Um, and this is part of that uh time to scale, time to grow kind of conversation when you're doing all the things and it might be time to bring someone on, what can they do for you? Yeah. And where can they support you? And how can they do it well? So we're excited to have Suleika on. Um, as always, you can find Anna and Selena and the 15-ish minute coffee chat in all the places, annaandselena.com, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcast platform, because all of our episodes and sessions we do download onto a podcast so that you can listen to it during your morning walk or on a yes. long car ride or whenever and wherever you are going. Yes. Mm, Anna. Seriously, I heart you so much. Love you too. Thanks for being my buddy. And can you believe, real fast, just before we end it, this is our 90th episode. I know. This is crazy. <laughs> Who are we? I mean, I said that on my reels, but I'm like, I, I'm excited and I don't feel tired about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited about who we'll have coming on later. But yep. um, anyway, great show. I'm glad you're home from Tarantulas. <laughs> And um, I don't know whatever else is out there. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for jumping in and watching today. We really appreciate it. We will see you next week on the 15-ish Minute Coffee Chat.